might get loud. It might light a fire within you. It's all hands on deck. Listening pleasure. 94.9 News Now presents Mean Chet Martin, the Long Island Redneck Brian Bro, and Fearless C.V. Burton. This is Freedom on Deck. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Mean Chet Martin here with you. And by my side, the neck himself, Brian Bro. I'm here and ready. Let's and the do fearless it. one, Mr. C.V. Burton. Hey, every time I turn around, it's Saturday. What's going on here? I don't know. Sorry for cutting you off there, Brian. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of folks don't know we do, we do this show from three different studios. Um, so sometimes I cut Brian and C.V. off because I'm sick of Sorry. hearing them. <laughs> so anyway, as long, we as, long as it's really not Studio guests. 54, you'll be fine. That's true. There's nothing like that up here anyway. I don't think there's anything like that in New Hampshire, right? Mm, probably not. <laughs> when I was visiting the boys, I meant to tell you this, Brian. I was visiting the boys and just kind of hanging out, and uh, we were actually looking for some places while we were up there, and they wanted to go bowling. We went to probably the most ghetto bowling alley I've ever seen in my life. It's a ghetto bowling alley. When you walk in, there's a pool table with a laundry basket of dirty clothes in it. What? <laughs> As you walk in. <laughs> and it, what it, were you? Uh, what, was, you must have been in Manchester. <laughs> I think we were, well, we were, we were closer over to Walpole. Um, I don't know oh, if it Keen. was Manchester or not. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was Keen, but it, anyway, it was just, it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And it, it was very dirty and very, uh, very kind of old, but you know, it was awesome. It had a really old arcade room, which had like Terminator and Ninja Turtles, all those old school arcade games. So speaking of fun, we got a great show here for you. Paul Sutliff, he's been with, on with us many times. Uh, he's a scholar on religion. His BA is involved with that too. He's the host of the Sutliffian Report. And then we have the wonderful Eric J. Karen. Former special agent, he's going to be talking to us about Joe Biden and what he knows and and what this could all lead into with um, the bribes. And then also some of the work he was doing in Uganda, which uh, a lot of people probably haven't seen because the the news isn't showing. Um, ISIS and Boko Haram are going around to uh, schools and slaughtering children. So that still happens. Um, Really, with Joe Biden, everybody's really... ISIS and, and Boko Haram, they're, they're really stoked that, uh, that Joe Biden is the president of the United States of America. And yes, what we do here and decisions we make here affects the rest of the world, folks. You can look at Donald Trump's four years and see exactly what I'm talking about. All right, guys. Um, so let's start off with this little story. A U.S. official told CNN that Robert Malley's security clearance was suspended amid a State Department diplomatic security probe into the possible mishandling of classified documents. That's President Biden's special envoy for Iran. And he was placed on unpaid leave Thursday 
because of the investigation into the hand- handling of the classified document, according to a report. Maley confirmed that he was placed on leave, said he expected the issue to be resolved in a statement to CNN. I have been informed that my security clearance is under review. I've not been provided any, any further information. Maley was appointed by Biden to the position of special envoy for Iran on January 28th of 21. He was previously the president and CEO of the International Crisis Group and worked in several capacities at the White House under former President Barack Hussein Al-Haggadi Obama. <laughs> Milley also served on the National Security Council and was a special assistant to former President Bill Clinton despite the investigation to Mali remained on the job until Thursday. Oh, that's good. Without the authority to access classified information anymore. Well, at least they did that. Um, State Department spokesman Matt Miller confirmed Thursday that Malley has been underplaced on leave without explaining why. You know, it's amazing, Brian. The scope of the absolute carelessness, evil... There are so many different layers layers to what the Biden administration has been up to. And to think that every time some of these documents are leaked or we have people that shouldn't have access to any of these documents, we find out that they're working with other foreign nationals. And somehow, over and over again, Joe Biden, his son and the Biden Biden crime family seems to every, get everything swept under the rug. This is just another layer on the crap cake called the Biden administration. Oh, I mean, it, without a doubt, you know, it, what shocked me about it when I read it, you know, I, I'm like, you know, I, I, I couldn't help but to think the other day when he had that little um, meeting that he was in and he had that Freudian slip where he said... Yeah. I've sold a lot of state secrets, you know what I mean? And, and then, yeah. and then Huck hucks it and go, Oh, just, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, no, to be serious now, all kidding aside, you all know, kidding aside, you know, it, it, they, they throw yeah. it in your face, what they're doing. Yep. Right. You know what I mean? Just like Hillary and her emails and, you know, uh, oh, you mean like wipe it with a rag? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like they they, they, yep. they they mock you to your face. So so it's he wasn't lying when he said he has done that. He has done that. And it's coming sure. out. And we're and we're learning that. And. How do we know that this, you know, because you're never going to know the full truth. I mean, this is just what the New York Post has for information. And even yeah. that you probably can't rely on fully either. But, you know, was Biden selling secrets to Iran through this guy? We don't know. It, it, hey, Will CV, we ever know? CV, Brian poses a good question. How many secrets have the Biden crime lord family sold and sold the American people out with, and how how deep could this go? And and is it giving them access to attack us and attack our military bases and and our uh, economy? If this had any real significant evidence to the Biden crime family, it wouldn't be in the news right now. This is so convenient that this Biden special envoy for Iran has been placed on. Unpaid leave, ooh, uh, for mishandling 
classified material. Sound familiar? You know what this is? It's Kabuki Theater. And they're just trying to pretend that the DOJ is even-handed. They're not just going after Donald Trump. It's also somebody who worked with the, you know, with the Barack Antichrist inner circle. Come on. This is a bunch of bull, in my opinion. Well, that's the problem with it. Yeah, you said the, the, the exact truth. They try to make you follow the bouncing ball. All these things come to a head when, uh, when you put it into a context where you can actually weigh all those things out together. The problem is, Brian, you get dribs and drabs, and, and kind of like CV was saying, you look one way and the other story is thrown out like yesterday's garbage. There is so much uh, mishandling of classified documents by this administration, it's amazing that they're still able to get in front of the world and say, we've done nothing wrong here. But well, it's like it's like calling it's like calling your it's like calling your most loyal dog, you know, (laughs) you know, I mean, that's that's what they do. They 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 throw us a bone over here and like, go fetch it, go get it. Oh, and then do something else, you know, behind your back. I mean that's the, that's just classic with yeah. this uh, with this nation, with with yeah. well I should say with our government. Well, there's CV on the other side of it. We see that they're still towing the line of let's see what else Donald Trump has done. I mean it's amazing. It's almost like they they actually expect the other side to have fallen in line with the garbage that they're pumping. Yeah, you notice that this story doesn't even go into specifics. How did he mishandle classified documents? They don't even tell the story. You know, it's it's just remember like two episodes ago, I was mocking Jack Smith, who was saying that the DOJ, the administrative state is so honorable. They're so trustworthy. Everything is even handed. Nobody's above the law. And I was just laughing at his face because it was so obviously you know, uh, hip- yeah. hypocrisy was ridiculous, yeah. and so he, all of a sudden, they're going, they're they're slapping this guy on the wrist for what? You know, mishandling classified documents. It just seems to me a little too convenient for their narrative to me. All right. Well, when we come back, and we are going to come back, we're going to be talking about a dead J.P. Morgan executive who reportedly vowed to expose Biden. And his crimes. Don't go anywhere. Right here with Freedom on Deck 94.9. News now and stimulate. Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now, and Stimulating Talk. We've got two guests coming up after this, Paul Sutliff, and then we have Eric J. Karen. He'll be on with us for two segments, and then we wrap it up. But let's go right into this uh, J.P. Morgan death. 
Uh, senior J.P. Morgan board member and billionaire James Crown reportedly vowed to expose damning evidence regarding financial crimes involving Joe and Hunter Biden before his unexpected death from blunt force trauma in Colorado from a car accident. Oh, he had a Clinton car accident. Investigators confirmed that James Crown, a businessman and former intelligence agent who was once considered part of Barack Obama's inner circle, was killed on Sunday, the day of his 70th birthday, following a car accident. Crown's death was quickly ruled an accident by the coroner in Pinkton County. An investigation has been closed down. James Crown's death follows the recent settlement of J.P. Morgan Chase involving Epstein victims, which claim they helped enable Epstein's illegal activities. This follows whistleblower Dr. Gal Luff, the co-director of the Washington-based Institute for the Analysis of Global Security, which reportedly was going to reveal explosive information on the Biden crime family. Uh, from Gal Luft on Twitter, he says, I've been arrested in Cyprus on a politically motivated extradition request by the U.S. The U.S. claiming I'm an arms dealer. It would be funny if it weren't tragic. I've never been an arms dealer. DOJ is trying to bury me to protect Joe Jim and Hunter. Shall I name names? This was February 18th of 23. This is kind of wild, Brian. This is heavy. This is heavy duty if it's true. How the hell do you prove any of this, though? I mean, it's uh, it's an accusation for sure. Well, I would say I you got to read between the lines. I mean, isn't it interesting that in the last two weeks we've had uh, several uh, billionaires and high-level um, elitists that have died? Uh, we had Ocean Gate, a couple of billionaires dying there. Yep. What what were what were they going to expose? Um, we got this uh, J.P. Morgan Chase exec. Um, what was he going to expose? I mean, he he came out and said that he was, you know, that he had information. Yeah, it's on right on Hunter Twitter. That and was his. Joe Biden. That was his tweet. So, right. I mean. So 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 you know. So I just find it interesting that all this is happening. Um, there's a lot of a lot of stuff with that Ocean Gate thing too. That is a lot of tie-ins and things uh, yeah. that are just wild. But with this J.P. Morgan thing. You know, we know that J.P. Morgan, you know, you had the, the prosecutor that was fired down in the Virgin Islands that, that brought the case, um, right. you know, uh, against J.P. Morgan. And then she was let go and fired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they are doing their uh, their very best, as the elitists do, to uh, silence and kill whoever is in their way. Or CV, silence and kill whoever's in their way and whoever might be a problem. Yeah, and it seems like there's a, a connection with this this uh, FBI mole that Biden has called One Eye, One Eye Trouser Snake or whatever you call it. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, in the FBI, so the, sniffing out anybody who may have information against the Bidens and reporting back to the Bidens, and then the Bidens hire their hitman. And they uh, disappear. Uh, Dr. Gail Luft, uh, yeah. James Crown dies of a sudden blunt force injury to the head in a car accident. Right, right after he said he was going to expose them, whistleblow on them, and uh, and just like uh, Shokin was fired in Ukraine, the prosecutor. This uh, as as 
as uh, Brian aptly pointed out, this uh, Virgin Islands Attorney General, Denise George, also was suddenly fired right after Biden went to the Virgin Islands. You know, it's sort of like when Barack Obama went to Hawaii. (laughs) Stop it, CB. That's just that's just conjecture. I mean, that was all a coincidence. Yeah, I'm a conspiracy theorist. Remember when uh, Barack Obama went to Hawaii right the day before the election and his grandmother died? Yes. I don't know. It's almost like they they are showing you their hand in in a way where the way CV just said it, Brian, it it's like they uh, they want to rub your nose in it, and it seems like not only do they want to rub your nose in that, but every single thing that they do because we have a corrupted DOJ and FBI that needs to be disbanded and uh, pretty much scrapped. I think. I don't know. You know, I I I saw. Um, um, it was an interview. I can't even think of who what his name is right now, so it doesn't really matter. But um, but what they were talking about in this interview is how you know is is the state of affairs that we're in in the world, everything that's going on in France, everything that's going on here at home, and you know, and they were talking about kind of like sort of like what you were just saying, you know, like, you know, where, how do you get justice? You know what I mean? Like when, when there's so much corruption and whatnot and, and, and he said, um, people not being able to eat, (laughs) you know, like when, when, when the, when the entire social system collapses, when people can't get food, when gas is so expensive, they can't get to work and people can't put food on the table. That's when real change happens because that's when it really hits home and people actually get up and do something. So, you know, do I think that we're going to see the corrupt government that is running the show right now, um, uh, face the music? Um, probably not right now, but I think as the world descends into further chaos, like we are seeing in France and things, I think I think you're going to see things move. You know, CV, what Brian says is is aptly true. It's also true that they set up an election and and took away the people's uh, choice. Yeah, the people's decision, the people's um, future. When they take it from you like that, you know what do you do? I don't know, but. The only answer is get Donald Trump back into office again, and they're trying to remove him as a candidate because yeah. they're afraid that they can't rig the system enough to over to overtake the overwhelming support that Donald Trump does have. And I, I sincerely believe that all things being equal, Donald Trump would flood the next election with votes that um, from every quarter, even from Democrats, from Hispanics, from the African-American community, from everybody. Nobody supports Biden. When when Biden was running, remember, he would have an event and they they would have these uh, circles drawn in the floor and they couldn't even fill them. They were filling them with, uh, you know, news correspondence. But there was nobody, nobody (laughs) came to see Joe Biden (laughs) And he's even less popular now. So they are know. they are deathly afraid that, that if Donald Trump is on the ticket yep. and he wins the nomination, which he will, uh he's he's a shoe in. He's an absolute shoe in. Even with if, even with the rigging. Even with the rigging, he's a shoe in. 
they'll do and that's that's the that's the key there is that you have to be it has to be so monumental that even with the rigging they can't set it up because they're going to try it again oh yeah for sure and 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 i think that you're right because they've sat on information that they have it's not you know and twisted it of course i'm not saying that the uh, what they've sat on for Donald Trump is anything truthful, but they sit on these things. And then when something big happens with Joe Biden, oh, look, Trump, then they put it all over the news, you know, Brian. And then it's once again, they get to lead the narrative that Donald Trump is still the problem with this country. It's amazing how you can have three years of disaster and people still point the finger at that man. Well, I'll tell you this. I don't think that you're going to see what happened in the 2020 election happen again. I don't think you're going to see Democrats shut out uh, Republican poll watchers. And no. I think people are going to get Good. physical yeah. when that try that, when they try to do that. I think it's to. going to be. It's going to, it's, it's, trust me, they're not going to just uh, lay over and die this time, I don't think. There's too much at stake. Mm hmm. And CV, uh, last week, you made a good point with Arizona and the paper ballots and, and how there will be some differences here. Yeah. So if we get some of that, um, yeah, it could, be, it could be a big wash for Trump. It definitely could. Every other day I hear news breaking that we're making headway with election integrity. And then every other day I hear that the Democrats are making headway with rigging. You know, it's, yeah. such, it's such a battle. It's, you know... It's a, it's a, it's a left cross here. It's a right uppercut there. It's back and forth, back and forth. We're like, it's it. We like I said, we are in a one and a half year block of a civil war, a cold civil war. I don't know what you want to call it, but it could easily, it could easily heat up and get violent. But we have to try to maintain our cool, keep our eye on the prize, and just win this thing legally. That's all. Don't go anywhere. Freedom on deck. Ninety four nine news now. Stimulating. back to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Our next guest, we would say a friend to the show, first of all, an expert on civilization jihad, an author and host of the Sutlifian Report. He's been on with us for a very long time, since the beginning of the show, even going back to our original podcast days. Paul Sutliff on the line with us. How you been, Paul? How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Keeping busy. <laughs> You're always keeping busy. You got so many things going on, and I appreciate you taking a little bit of time out for us and the callers. I thought it was a, a dynamic thing that you wanted to talk about. I had no idea this happened, and many of our listeners probably want to hear about this too. And an article printed out by uh, Ben Johnson on the Washington Stand, I didn't see anything about this, but right now, 
Uh, Joe Biden and his administration appointed a faith-based security commission. Now, I'm not going to go any further than that, Paul. I'm going to let you go with this. Uh, People might be concerned about who is involved with this faith-based commission because this is going to have to do with Christian uh, churches throughout the country and uh, and some others, too. So let us know who's going to be... uh, uh, the champion of this faith-based commission. Well, supposedly the the purpose of this faith-based security advisory council for the Department of Homeland Security. Now, this is the part that kills me. The Department of Homeland Security is. Wait, wait till you hear who's on this panel. We start thinking DHS. You start thinking national security. Yeah. And the reason their purpose for putting this together is an increased amount of attacks on churches. Yeah. And in March, they started talking about how these increases of attack happened. Well, what happened about that time? Well, between March and May, uh, one of the things that happened is Budweiser came out, and, and they had that nice thing with Bill and Mulvaney, and, and people started boycotting homosexual, I mean, homosexual agenda that is going out with Budweiser Bush. So the boycott happened. Yep. And the churches were already giving this message. Biblical churches were giving this message. What was happening? They were attacking churches. They were attacking pro-life churches. Uh, so we're talking about the homosexuals were attacking. The liberals were attacking. But, you know, who was, who's attacking the churches? The liberals, the homosexuals. And now listen to who's on the council. Okay. Uh, this starts with Al Sharpton. Uh, Mr. Anti-Semitism himself. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so this is the guy who says, uh, I mean, he led, a, he led a riot in New York City that resulted in the death of a Jewish man. Yeah. Um, and this is, we're talking about, uh, the just get his name right, um, uh, Yanko Rosenbaum, okay? This is a guy who incited a riot, served no time, and it resulted in the murder of somebody. Not cool. Um, he said at one point, if the Jews want to get it on, tell them to pin their yarmulkes back and come over to my house. And that was in 1995. Still, Jesus. no rest. He's, he's, just, he's always there trying to incite something. Uh, they call him the race baiter. Well, they're not wrong. Uh, yeah. But he's particularly against Jewish people. Uh, then there's Naomi Washington Leapart, who was a faith work director for the national LGBTQ, gosh, you know how many other agendas they want to push at the same time. Um, I mean, it's like a mishmash of of people that hate Christians and Jews. Yeah. So she wants to change uh, Christianity's Bible. Mm -hmm. I know. And she, she wants to, she wants to, she wants them to start teaching uh, sexuality and gender her way. So, so throughout the Bible, Throughout the book of Romans, throughout everything in the Bible uh, that says what's allowable and what's not, throughout all the stuff on adultery and on homosexuality, and then she'll accept it. Okay. Paul, if we, were, if we were going kind of back pastor. to the time when this started, uh, when, you, when you mentioned what it kind of what kind of started this up, I mean, I can only think about the shooting that happened in Tennessee. Uh, as something that happened right before this commission was put together. Is that part of it? Well, again, that there's, uh, they said there were like 320 attacks on churches. And, you know, I, I looked at that, and this was a very, very short period of time. Mm. And, and the, again, the Christian church is standing up for what it believes in. And while it's doing that, 
the very people who are put on this council, I'm, I'm going to uh, be reading you uh, uh, three of them okay. that are all together. But they, these all have common themes. Uh, these are all people who do not like Christians. And they're supposed to be on this faith-based council that's supposed to protect churches. Uh, when I'm talking about this with other professionals in intelligence, they also, who are Christians, they believe, as I do, this is a green light organization. Um, this is a group you're going to go to and say, hey, you know, see that church over there? They teach biblical values. Okay, green light, you can go do it. You can go attack, attack them. <laughs> Instead of protecting, it's going to be, oh, that's the biblical church. You can go there and do what you want. It doesn't surprise uh, talking, me that you say that because it feels like this administration is directly against anybody that's faith-based uh, in in the standard Christian or the standard Judeo-Christian teachings. Is that, is that yes. what you see here, that this is more— uh, That's exactly what I'm seeing okay. here. This is, in fact, this next one, Leslie Copeland, too, uh, with, she's you know, of the National Council of Churches. Now, when I was a teenager, I stood up against the National Council of Churches because they financed— uh, something the world, they were the fine, major financiers in the United States of the World Council of Churches. And the World Council of Churches, the one year that I knew what was going on as a teenager, yeah. uh, had fi- had financed the killing, this this country that had killed Christians. Right. And I and I stood up against it and like, you know, how could you do that? How could you finance them? And, I mean, and the person who came to town said they're still funding them. I'm like, what? Yeah, they wanted more money. Because I asked a question, they didn't get me. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, because they said they were still financing the people who was killing us. <laughs> you know, yeah. th- I was thinking, you know, Paul, I was thinking too, a lot of the names you said to me, they didn't ring a bell to me. But as soon as you said Al Sharpton, I mean, oh, yeah. for them to put Al Sharpton, everybody knows. I mean, the other ones, people don't really, and what I mean is, they're obviously, when you read through it, they're all bad, and some of them could be worse than others. But that name, I think everybody hates Al Sharpton. Why would they be so clueless as to put him on this committee, knowing that a lot of people that aren't even in our camp don't like him? It just seems like a, a pick that would kind of expose them more than the others. Well, this is this is an agenda-driven council to to hate and disrespect Christianity. That's how you have to look at it. And they're because not the hiding only people it. that are on this. Yeah, and yeah, and the only people. I mean, the next couple of names I'm going to mention. Um, you know, you've heard of an axis of evil. This this actually is members of the Muslim Brotherhood of North America. Mm. Um, one of them is Muhammad Eid Ali, who's also known as Imam Muhammad Majid. Now, what's interesting here is he's the executive director of the Aldous Area Muslim Society, and they call it the Adams Center. Now, this is out of D.C., and you know this is a mosque where terrorists have attended and federal agents have actually raided this in March of 2002. Uh, this is a, a church that, I mean, a, a mosque that was associated with the Star Network when the money disappeared, it went to the Isle of Man, mm. and, I mean, we sent agents over to the Isle of Man to try and track this, these funds. This is a Hamas financing network that went through that Adams Center. Think about that. And nobody from that there went to jail. Yeah, yeah. that's scary. So these are people who intend harm. And yet, you know, and they, they have no problem with the Sudanese genocide, you know, and things like that. Yeah. Um, Salam Mariotti. Um, co-founder of the Muslim Public Affairs Council, who was always in Obama's office whenever he could be. 
You know, and, and one of the guys who's there more than he—he he was almost always there. I mean, just. I, I have that seen I, that name rings records. a bell. I've seen him detailed on the Blaze before. They've they've exposed him as well. That that name is is very concerning. Yeah, and then there's Chandru. Oh, sorry, the, the Hindu guy. I'm not going to go off on him. I mean, but there's three here. Here's the third. Here's the third one. Talib Shari uh, served as an Imam and president of the DC-based Masjid Muhammad, mm. the nation's mosque. Now this is a Nation of Islam, okay? Right. These guys hate white people. Yes. Um, they don't know that Muhammad's white, so which is kind of humorous. Yeah. They hate these are. How can you not know Muhammad's white when the Hadiths say if you call him black, you're doing, you know, you shouldn't call him black. <laughs> right. And they talk about the whiteness of his uh, all these Hadiths about his whiteness. <laughs> like you sit there and wonder. Did some, um, Did somebody tell him to jo- vote for Joe Biden or he's not black? Paul, we, we did run a little over, so I want you to be able to tell everybody where to go and check you out, okay? Uh, go to YouTube, check out the Sutliffian Report. I'm doing a series on critical thinking versus Sharia. Come join us. <laughs> and I liked that last episode, and all everybody, Paul does a great job. Paul, thank you so much for the time today. All right, God bless everybody. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Everybody, that's the one and only Paul Sutliff, the Sutliffian Report. Don't go anywhere. There's a lot more show to go here on Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now, and Stimulating Talk. news now and stimulating talk our next guest on the line has been with on with us multiple times in the past sorry about that i was getting a little tongue-tied there uh he's he's going to be doing two segments with me this weekend and we want to thank him for coming on the program with us we want to talk about the u.s government special agent and diplomat eric karen how you doing eric it's good to have you back it's always a pleasure to be on with you, sir. It's good to be back in America. I know. Getting back from Kenya. We're, we're happy to talk about what you saw in Kenya. Well, we're not happy to talk about it, but we're going to do that in the next segment. And um, we're going to get into a little bit of the Biden situation here with you. Yeah. Considering you're a special agent, uh, the book is switched on the heart and mind of a special agent. Most of our listeners uh, have seen yeah. you and seen the book. But anybody out there, I, I urge you to go check out Switched On, the heart and mind of a special agent towards the end. We'll tell you where you can do that. Most of the big book carriers, you can go yep. get it. But also, uh, we'll give out we'll give out Eric's site uh, at the end. Eric, so listen, you're a special agent. You have yes. done it all. You've worked with every agency there is out there. You've been, I, I don't know how many different yep. countries you've been to, to look into the cartels to look into terrorist organizations to look mm-hmm. at some really, really, really bad guys. Yep. Um, how bad is this guy in the White House right now? From you watching everything that came down uh, the pikes over the last few weeks, especially with the bribery charges. Surprisingly enough, Eric, he's very quiet when it comes to these uh, bribery charges. 
looking at it from the outside looking in yeah give us your assessment as a special agent what you see going on in the white house right now yes it's it's an it's unfortunate you know over a year and a half ago i called joe biden biden and the biden crime family um you know one of the biggest threats to to our democracy um you know the facts are the facts the documents are clear as the nose on my face that he was involved in influence peddling. He used his office to enrich himself and his family. Uh, the documents from the banks, which, you know, when I retired as a special agent, I worked for HSBC uh, in charge of uh, money laundering for them in Dubai. Um, and so I'm very familiar with the SARS, the suspicious activity reports that banks are required to um, fill out. And there are dozens of SAR reports um, reported by different banks involving money laundering, suspected money laundering by the Biden crime family. And, you know, it's unfortunate now that I'm predicting Joe Biden will be impeached. The department, his department of injustice will not bring any significant charges against him or anybody really of the Biden crime family. Um, and it's really up to the American people to, to really step up and, and elect anyone really, quite frankly, on the Republican <laughs> side, Yeah, I know anyone, but Biden. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, um, Biden, Biden is unfortunately, involved in criminal acts and it will all come out but probably later than sooner because he controls the department of, of of injustice right now we have the transcripts of the calls that were made between his son and certain dignitaries about mm -hmm. uh you know getting some five million joe yep. sitting right by me yep. i mean for god's sakes man this is this is so clear and obvious. I don't know how anyone can look at the facts of what's been what's been told, what's been coming through, and yep. what's been reported on, and not understand that it seems like we have uh, uh, the Gambinos running the White House right now. Well, we did. I mean, we 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 did for eight years with with Barack Obama and him as a vice president, mm. um, and we do now. Um, and it's ongoing and you're right. The evidence, let's follow the evidence. I mean, it's the evidence, the facts we have. If this is not circumstantial evidence, no. this is direct evidence relating to Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, the president. And while he was vice president. So we have, we have direct evidence in the way of emails. Um, we have, and then we have recordings we have bank records, removed and we documents. Have, we have secret. other documents from Bobulinski, yep. who's come forward. Uh, you know, I, maybe ironically, maybe not, but he's been very quiet uh, in the last year or so. But I'm sure he's he's cooperating. But again, you know, he Biden controls the Justice Department, and right now they're sitting on evidence and information that anybody else would have been indicted over well over a year ago. And the evidence is very clear. And now look at, in converse, look at what, what 
the former President Trump has endured. Um, you know, a charge, you know, that they brought forward as quickly as they brought within what? We're talking within a, a year? They've had Hunter's laptop for two years. I know. That's full of criminal and maybe even child porn where anybody else would have been indicted and prosecuted within months. I know I did it. I mean, you know, when you analyze a laptop, it doesn't take a year. Usually within the most a month, you can analyze the laptop. We have forensic analysts who can do it with easily within a month to see what's on that laptop, but they're burying their head in the sand. And unfortunately, um, innocent women uh, were abused and maybe even, you know, God, you know, abused yeah. and in and, and children. Um, and so, you know, where's the justice for them? Um, and so, yeah, unfortunately, um, we need the American people to step up and uh, get Biden out of the uh, Oval Office in the next few years. Um, he's not going to be charged. That's the reality of it. Um, but I'm predicting the evidence will continue to drip out. And I think the American, I know the American people will be shocked of the amount of corruption that Joe Biden was involved in. The evidence is, is there. It just has to be shown. Eric Karen on the line with us right now, author of Switched On, uh, former, spe former special agent. He's worked with all the law enforcement agencies that you can even think of, and, yep. and including inside our government. Eric, the DOJ and the FBI seem to be useless at this point um, when it comes to— It needs to... a colonoscopy, my friend. They so so need... where, where is—is is it all just rotten from the head down? Are there good people in there still? Because I hear from both sides, they say yes, but if they say anything, they could be targeted. Just, like, just as it seems to be happening with some of these whistleblowers, Eric— it seems Listen, like it seems like the media absolutely. is fine when the whistleblowers against Trump, but wow, somehow when it's against Biden, they just don't talk about it very much. You're right. Intimidation, intimidation, intimidation. You know, you've seen it personally. I've seen it personally. You know, I, I, I've seen it. Uh, you know, it's funny. I I got uh, on my LinkedIn account. Um, somebody from the Department of Justice Criminal Division qu queried me. Really, hundred percent. Wow, honest to God. Why and why and you know what and why is the question because I've been pretty vocal over the last year and a half about the Biden crime family about the evidence that I've I know of and and I'm familiar with and the pattern and practice that Joe Biden was involved in money laundering and so yeah they they're intimidated by me they the deep state uh and and so yeah um. And so there's no doubt about it that whistleblowers and others will be targeted. And I'm sure I potentially could be as well because I'm not sitting on my hands. I'm sharing the truth yeah. as I know it. Um, but so be it. Um, I think I know at the end of the day, Chet, that, um, you know, the truth shall set us free. Yes. And the truth is. Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and others of the Biden crime family were involved in influence peddling, used his office, and was involved in corruption um, and, and getting kickbacks for government, probably contracts, um, 
and used his office to enrich himself. And you can't do that. And who knows for, what for, else? It's a, we, we've only cracked the surface. I'm sure yeah. it, it goes deep, and I'm sure it goes into these uh, law enforcement agencies protecting the Biden family, which they're not yep. supposed to do. And and nope. hopefully something happens there too. But um, Eric, we are going to keep you on for one more segment. So you're going to come back with us. We want to talk to you about, yep. about what you've been doing in Kenya and what you've seen. It's pretty horrific. So I want people to understand what's still going on throughout the world, despite all the stuff with Biden and Trump and, and, and yep. the things that we need to pay attention to. We also have some other things that we need to pay attention to. Five minutes and we'll be back on Freedom on Deck here on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. on deck 94.9 news now and stimulating talk eric karen author of a switched on the heart and mind of a special agent and we're going to be talking about what eric's been up to over the last couple months and that's why he's been away from the show as well and and haven't heard from him as much but he did want to talk about giving a colon colonoscopy with the fbi the doj and, and and a little something to do with the cia too as you've worked yep. with all these agencies eric yeah. Um, what would you do to clean this thing up? Well, first of all, the FBI needs to be abolished um, for, for the American people to regain its trust uh, in the in federal law enforcement. It, 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 it FBI needs to be abolished. And people will say, well, who's going to there's many other agencies that can take up their responsibilities without Absolutely. a doubt. OK, between Homeland Security and DEA and ATF, it can be done no doubt about it. So the FBI needs to be abolished uh, for the American people to regain its trust. Because don't forget what happened. The FBI at the very top was spying on our president. Oh, I know. Well I aware mean, of it. I mean, that, that, and, and then, and then issue, and then executing warrants that they knew were false. Yep. I mean, that, so that alone Never mind everything else under Obama and, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That alone, the oh, FBI needs to be abolished. DOJ needs to be restructured. The CIA needs a kick in the butt uh, because, you know, people aren't talking about the CIA. They need to be restructured and stricter oversight over the CIA because the CIA is at the heart, at the heart of the Biden crime family. And what do I mean by that, Chet? The CIA knew exactly what the Bidens were involved in, but they failed to, to notify the Department of Justice, which is a violation. They knew Hunter Biden, Joe Biden was involved in these criminal acts, mm. but they turned, their, they turned the blind eye because they were using, in my opinion, based on what I know, they were using the Bidens as sources into the Chinese government. Don't forget, they were meeting with the head of the Chinese spy agency. That's right. And so wouldn't you think 
that doesn't happen without the CIA knowing about it. Right. And so the CIA knew exactly what was going on uh, with the Biden crime family. And they failed to notify the Department of Justice. They're required under law, under Executive Order 12333, there's an executive order that says they're required to notify Department of Justice when they suspect criminal acts by their agents or others working on their behalf. There had to be something to gain, Eric. What were they gaining from doing that? Well, they exactly. They were developing sources in China. They were into the Chinese spy, the head of the Chinese spy agency. They were, I'm sure, setting up companies and they were just using the Bidens as a base of operation, as a vessel, as a right. vessel into China. And the Chinese government was conversely doing the same thing, meaning they saw Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, as the back door into the Oval Office. That's exactly what they I, I, I think the exact same thing. I mean, it, it's pretty clear that the Biden administration and the CCP are close uh, in more yes. ways than one. And, and that's a frightening prospect because we're talking about a country that if they had the chance would wipe off, wipe us off the face of the earth. Um, yeah. Yeah. And don't forget, they're, at, you know, they're in close relationship. They're in close relationship with Iran and North Korea. Um, and so there's no doubt about it that the Chinese government backed themselves through. They used Joe Biden as a means to spy on himself, on Joe Biden and as well as the Oval, as well as the president. Right. Yeah. He, and, was, he and, used the conduit to getting them. Uh, that access exactly phone calls emails right etc 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 so yes I, and and so i'm calling for the department of justice to be reorganized i've been saying that for well over a year fbi needs to be abolished based on what just under what they did under trump yeah and cia needs to be restructured and we need to rein them in we need to rein in the CIA. See, they don't Trump, work. This is what Donald Trump missed doing was getting guys like you into the uh, into into his administration. And I'm serious, man. We've got to have yeah. more people that know what's going on. That was one thing that I thought lacked. And I and I love President Trump, and I want him sure. to win again. And I'm behind yeah. him again. But I but I hope to see more of that. Um, we do. We are coming up on. Yeah. We got another five minutes here, so. I want you to be able to explain what you've been doing over the past month. People, people know as ex special agent where you work inside with the the U.S. government, and now you know you do go overseas and you do visit some yeah. of these countries that are dealing with terrorism at large. Now yeah. we're talking about Uganda. You you went to Kenya. You went to Uganda. Uh, I believe what was the other Congo. area? Okay, the Congo. Congo. And, and uh, what were you doing there? What what did you well, see? Yeah, and what were you doing? I, so for the last, you know, for the last year or so, I've been traveling back and forth to Africa um, and sharing best practices in the area of law enforcement um, techniques involving undercover operations, surveillance 101, money laundering 101, basic techniques to help their law enforcement officers uh you know, identify transnational crime groups as well as terror groups. Um, and, you know, we, we, 
you know, America, we, we're kind of, I hate to say fat, dumb, and lazy, but in no disrespect, but we kind of are. It's summer, and and the, the there's 21 shadow wars going on in Africa by AFRICOM, and there's wars going on today um, against the Islamic State, Boko Haram, and other terror groups operating throughout Africa. There's over 10,000, over 10,000 terror groups. I'm sorry, terrorists in Africa, terrorists in Africa. Yeah. And so when I was in Kenya, um, one morning, a Uganda police official came to me and said, Eric, look what just happened in my country. This was two weeks ago, but no one's talking about it in America. Two weeks ago, the Islamic State, in partnership with a rebel group from Congo, went into Uganda and, and, and executed and murdered 41 students at a school. And it, it, horrific. I saw the images and I have the video of these bodies that were just hacked to death. I have a, a video of a, of a child with a spear down his back. And my problem is, Chet, is that the American people aren't, are so asleep that that I'm afraid that this will happen here in America, especially with open borders, that it's very easy because of globalization and open borders now, bad guys can be here within 24 hours to execute plans. And I'm very concerned that, that our schools and other institutions are so vulnerable today that you know it's, it's going to be too late and we're going to we're going to say this was donald trump's fault yeah. this was donald trump's fault that that you know some terrible act of terrorism happened in america no 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 this was a combination of you know joe biden and and the and homeland insecurity uh open borders and the fact that we've we've gotten Asleep, we've become asleep again of terror because terrorism, you know, we we have to be right right all the time. They only have to be right once, and That's we've right. been very lucky. We've been very lucky, but but don't fool don't don't go to <laughs> don't fool ourselves. There there are over a over a thousand joint terrorism cases going joint terrorism task force cases going on today in America, in America. Just yeah. in America alone, there's over a thousand joint terrorism task force cases opened by the FBI, being worked jointly by NYPD and other police departments across America. So, you know, unfortunately for me, I saw the images. I saw the I saw the video of these poor children who were bludgeoned to death by the Islamic State at a school in Uganda. And yeah, it was eight thousand miles away, but I have news for you. It's coming here. Yeah, I agree with you 110%. Eric, I do want you to be able to promote yourself, so tell everybody where they go check you out. Tell them about the book, the site, and all that. Yeah, brother. Well, you know, my book is dedicated, switched on, the heart and mind of a special agent, dedicated to my twin brother, my, my, my Marine Corps father, and all Leos out there. It's a glimpse behind the badge. The one and only Eric Karen, special agent, author of Switched On, the heart and mind of a special agent. Don't go anywhere. There's more show to go. We're wrapping it up next. Here with Freedom on Deck. In mortal chains, who in power, who shall I say?
Welcome back to Freedom on Deck. Here to end the show, me and the bros going for it. Uh, I, I do want to talk a little bit about Dr. Fauci, a story that's uh, making the rounds right now. But hey, uh, there's a lot of things that pass through the Supreme Court justice. So there's some good ones. CV said there's a bad one. We got some good ones, right? We've got the affirmative action being knocked down about time. Uh, it's been way too long anyway. I guess it maybe served a purpose at some point. I don't really think that it ever served a purpose to put anyone in a spot where they should have been or, or shouldn't have been. Let's put it that way. And also, uh, we have the... What, what was the one that you were talking about, CV? The loss, as you said. I'm not a legal scholar, but something along the lines that the Supreme Court acquired more power unto itself and took power away from the state legislators in regard to our elections. It's totally unconstitutional. And Amy Barrett and Brett Kavanaugh were the two girls who caved to mob pressure because the, the mob has been pressuring the Supreme Court uh, with impunity the DOJ does nothing about it. They march all over their lawns. They sneak into their house with uh, plastic ties and uh, knives and things like that. And it's everything's all that's all good because it's at nighttime. After all, they really can't enforce the law at night. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, night. They I mean, can't don't be see ridiculous. <laughs> they can't see things at night. So <laughs> when it's nighttime, come on, Merrick Garland knows that. I part. can lend them my that's night goggles, but they don't ask me. <laughs> and then, you know, the other one was the um, the student loan forgiveness, which, you know, come on. We knew that was going we knew that was going to be shot down. So that's a nothing burger. Anybody even paying attention to that one? You weren't paying attention to when it passed because uh, it should have never passed anyway. All right. So let's just get into it, man. Uh, I, di I did want to talk about this, too. Records recently obtained by House Republicans indicate a senior official with the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease downplayed the COVID lab leak theory at the behest of Anthony Fauci on Thursday. Rep. Brad Westrup, Republican Ohio, the chair of the House Select Committee in Coronavirus Pandemic, sent a letter to Dr. David Morenz, the NIAID AID director's senior scientific advisor, demanding all documents and communications from Dr. Morenz's personal email and cell phone related to eight unique COVID origins, publications, and any correspondence between Marens and individuals involved in COVID origins investigate and narrative documents in possession of the select subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic suggests that you may have used your personal email to avoid transparency and the Freedom of Information Act, potentially intentionally deleting federal records and acted in your official capacity to disparage your fellow scientists, including by encouraging litigation against them, Westrup wrote. Well, you know, all right, we could keep going on and on with this. It's Anthony Fauci back in the news, Brian. We already know. It's already been cleared. We know that this was started in a lab. It was leaked. We know that China's involved. We know our government's involved. We know that they drug it into the 2020 elections to also try to put another piece of the puzzle in there to stop us from getting Donald Trump again. So, you know, stories like this are great. If, if it's going to lead to Dr. Fauci in handcuffs, I'm all for it. 
But we, we knew this thing was alive from the get-go. And for the American people to be stupid enough to listen to it when it was breaking, oh, I got to go out there and get a vaccine. I mean, you know, it, it, it's almost like it's almost like a bad movie you're watching and you're saying, you know, the, the ones that are supposed to be the, uh, the antagonists just don't get what's going on and you do. It feels like that a little bit. Well, you know, the thing that... I say it often, is that I don't know how these guys are able to, you know, to still walk around, walk the streets uh, uh, of any place in the globe. You know what I mean? Like, how does how does Anthony Fauci get around? And you know, we see Republicans get accosted. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like we've yep. we like <laughs> we if we've seen. Yeah, like what's uh, Ted? Um, Ted uh, oh my gosh, I'm, Ted, Ted Cruz. Cruz. You know Ted Cruz and his wife. You know in a restaurant, just getting totally accosted by the left and these radical uh, nut jobs. But Anthony Fauci, no, 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 he's cool. He's cool. Yeah, I mean, it must have must have better protection than uh, Ted Cruz. <laughs> That's because no, this is the bottom line. I think CV, you would agree. Uh, we're too nice sometimes. Yeah. I think, you know, when you, when you get a crazy leftist going after, uh, you know, Ivanka Trump on a, on an airplane when she's flying coach and, and screaming at her and screaming at her with her child, I mean, only a psychopath would do that. Uh, but their psychopaths do it, and we seem to say, let's play nice. I don't know how much longer we can play nice. No, the only thing the deep left respect is brute force. And smash mouth tactics, which uh, the Republican, the official Republican Party is not uh, very good at. You know, they're very limp wrist. They're they're more like they want to go along to get along. And um, but this thing with Fauci, why is Fauci so keen on making these officials come out in public saying, oh, no, it's a. it wasn't. It didn't escape from the Wuhan lab. The virus actually came from a bat that mated with a pigeon. You know, or, or it doesn't. Because you know why? Because the the uh, the NIH received about a half a million dollars in U.S. grants thanks to Anthony Fauci to fund the Wuhan Institute of Virology to conduct gain-of-function research on bat coronaviruses. In other words, he created the COVID, the Chicom virus, I like to call it. He created yeah. it, he, he funded it, and now he's trying to cover it up. And it's so blatantly obvious. He's a little he's a little smurf. He belongs he in Smurfland. Smurf. Hey, you know what, Fauci? Smurf. <laughs> smurf you, Fauci. Oh, how many Smurf berries can Fauci smurf, Brian? <laughs> there's so many. Oh, there's man. so many bad parallels here. Uh, you know, a bat. Uh, what was it? A pigeon and a bat. CV seems <laughs> yeah. like a bad DC comic character. I think. I, th- I think if we were if we were talking about Smurf characters, I think Fauci would be Gargamel. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he kind of looks yeah. like Gargamel a little bit. Gargamel was cool though. You know, I mean, yeah. he he ate the Smurfs. Uh, Fauci, I, I don't know what he eats. He may. Well, I don't want to get oh, into he any eats, conspiracy. He eats the children. He, he yes, eats the children. That's, we, we know that. He eats, we, he eats all the uh, de- the fetuses yeah. that 
drinks the adrenochrome probably yeah that's what it is right exactly it's it's sad to see that somebody like that that we really didn't know about uh he was behind the scenes you didn't really know about him until all that came about and then when you start to look in his backstory you're like oh my god this guy is a horrible person but the left was like you know, make a movie about him. Let's call it, you know, we should have a parade for this guy. <laughs> he's the, he's the, you know, he was the end all be all. He was God's creation to, to CNN. And all of a sudden, when this stuff starts hitting, and Donald Trump once again proved, proven right, he's right again. He's right about everything he says, everything that he said that came true, and the left doesn't admit it. Him That's and Alex what's Jones. frustrating. And, and that, and yes, and that's kind of what uh, what CV was saying too. Even when it's proven to be true, the left still goes with the lie. They don't stop. They keep going with the lie. It's amazing. And you know really what? I, is. I liken Fauci pretending to fight the Chicom virus that he created to Barack Antichrist pretending to fight ISIS that he created. Fauci was in his own way dropping pamphlets. Yeah. Right? I mean it's 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 kind of the same thing. You know, yeah. you're you're cheating, you're it, you know, to that that dynamic is just so bad. Just these names. I don't want to talk about it. I feel dirty. Obama, Fauci, Biden, uh Bat Pigeon, the whole nine. I know. But All it's right, a, it's our Listen. job. Yeah, it is our job. <laughs> Listen, I, I got to say Bilbo this, Baggins, folks. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Next week, I am most likely not doing the show. I don't know if the guys are doing it yet. I will be very busy moving from Long Island out to New Hampshire, and uh, I'm going to go harass Brian. Hopefully, CV won't be far behind us, but I yep. will be doing that. Uh, we'll try to keep you uh, posted on whether the show is going to be on or not. If not, it'll be a replay, but I we think, always make sure. I think sure. Brian and I can handle it. I think Brian and I can handle All right. it. Yeah. Okay. As, long, right. as long as CV, you know, puts up his antenna outside. Yeah, that's all you need to do. <laughs> One or the other. All right. So, so guys, um, from my last show on Long Island, but we will still be here. Same freedom time, same freedom station for freedom on deck. God bless America. Bye-bye, Long Island.